when Ruby stops drawing on <laughs> white claws with a pencil, <laughs> check out this interview with my buddy and uh, head chef Anthony Vitolo of Emilio's Bellato in New York City. Check him out on Instagram as well. What yeah. a page. What yeah. a guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, find out who he wants to cook for. He's cooked for almost every celebrity, but find out who he really wants to cook for, who he hasn't yet. And find out what it's like cooking with the Secret Service checking you out. Hope you got to listen to find out. Where are you from originally? Are you from Wanto or did you grow up in the city? So I grew up I grew up right around the corner from the restaurant in New York. Mm-hmm. I moved here. Ba- Remember we were on the same baseball team? Oh, yeah, we of were course. Like eight or nine years old. How old were we? Nine? We were young, yeah. We were little kids. Maybe nine or ten. That's when I first moved in. Um, so I, I originally grew up around the corner on uh, Spring Street, right around the corner from the restaurant. Wow. Do you remember um, much of that I move, Anthony? How was how was that transition from the city to the suburbs? Oh, uh, it was a complete, completely different. Um, it was, it was, it was good though. I, you know, I got into football. I got into a lot of sports. In the city, you really don't see anyone playing football. Usually that's more of like Long Island or lacrosse or wrestling city. You literally are just hanging out I know, on the streets. Um, so it's a lot different, but the neighborhood changed a lot. Now Soho is insane, um, mm-hmm. expensive. And that's where I grew up and growing up there. It wasn't like that at all. Wow. Um, what is one of your first memories of Bellotto? Cause it's a family business. So you've been there forever. Well, since I was a little kid, my bus stop was across the street. So I would literally get dropped off at the restaurant and wait for my father to get off of work because my mother worked as well. So he would watch me and I would just be in the restaurant looking at the, you know, the chef at the time, my father, mm-hmm. and he was just doing multiple things and I would just want to be alongside him. So just watching and seeing him doing what he does, what he did back then, I learned um, and grew a passion for it, for sure. you know, because that's how we showed our love through our food. Um, when did your dad take it over? Cause there was some prior owners, right? Something like that. Yeah. So, um, my, it's been, the restaurants originally there since 1956, everyone confuses it. They think Bellotto is my last name. Yeah. Bellotto <laughs> is the previous owner. His name was John Bellotto. He opened it up back in, back in the day, um, in 1956. So my father took it from him in seven, in 32 years he's had it so far. So you guys do the math. Yeah, that's a good run. You know, most guys don't make it three years or ten years. So, and, and especially in New York City because yeah. it's the most competitive. Think about how many restaurants you have on one block Correct. in New York. Exactly. Where is it located exactly? For anyone, if, oh, if they're watching, so they want right to look it up. It's right on House Street between Mott and Mulberry. Um, mm-hmm. It's called Nolita. The area is called Nolita now, but it's basically Soho. Yeah. And Little Italy, basically, it's all you know. The area of Little Italy shrunk so much. Yeah. And it's not the same. You know, everything is getting taken over. Everyone's going out of business. So it's really special to have a mom and pop shop in that area. Mm-hmm. So we just got to keep it alive, you know? Yeah, I think you will. Um, and your dad came over from Italy, right? Yeah, and my he- dad's originally from uh, Naples, from Sardinia. Nice. He came here when he was seven, seven years old. Wow. wow. Unbelievable. Yep. We were talking about that before, how weird it is that families were just like, all right, pack up your stuff. We're going to America. And, and it's so crazy because, you know, as us as kind of privileged kids, you know, stepping into our father's businesses, but people don't realize how much hard work it took for them to build something off the ground. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's crazy, especially in the restaurant and bar industry, as you know, Mm -hmm. there's so much competition. Yeah. So you really have to give them credit that generation. My father came from Italy with nothing. 
not even a pair of shoes on his feet. Wow. And he built a legacy. And, you know, I'm, I'm just taking that to the next level now. Yeah. Do you As visit you Latin today? Tip, you know. Do you, um, I've obviously, no, you, you've been to Italy. Do you make that like an annual thing? Do you go there a lot? Does your dad still spend time in the homeland? Yeah, so my father loves Italy. We still have a house where he grew up. Wow. Um, but in Italy, it's kind of crazy. Once you let people stay in your house for a little while, they take it over. So now we're in the process of trying to get our house back, um, wow. which That's is kind crazy. of insane. But yeah, it's basically like a squatters right in Italy. I don't, yeah. I don't really know the rules. My father would know better. But yeah, he goes back. He hasn't been back in like two or three years, but he usually goes back at least twice a mo- uh, twice a year. Nice. He's got to bring some muscle with him next time. Yeah. <laughs> I see you hitting the pads. You could get rid of those people. Exactly. So um, is, is working for the family business something you always had planned or like – after school, did you try to do other stuff and you came back to it? Yeah, I mean, so I went to college. I went to Hofstra University just because, I, you know, I wanted to show my dad that I could do stuff on my own. Mm-hmm. So I got my degree in exercise science. Um, and I did that for a while. Um, I did a physical therapy as well. Um, it just wasn't my passion. Yeah. I always knew. I just realized at cooking at parties, you know, for everyone, it was just my passion making people help, help you know, showing people love through my food when any when any time we'd be at a party it'd be like two o'clock in the morning i'd be cooking for all our drunk friends yeah yeah and i know you've been there sometimes and no and, never and yeah <laughs> you got the pleasure of tasting the food and that was before i even you know stepped foot in the restaurant business even though i was i was brought up in the restaurant business so i always knew how to cook i never you know i never i didn't want anything handed down to me yeah. i just wanted to show my father since he's a hard-working you know, man, and he really appreciates hard work. Um, so I wanted to do my own thing and show him that I could actually make it on my own. Yeah. So was he into the idea right. all along, Anthony? Was he was he into it all along, or did he well, want you to do? So other things after college, um, he had went to Italy for about six months, and I stepped into the restaurant because someone needed to watch the business. Okay. Um, so me and my brothers, I stepped in, and then after that happened, he saw that I actually had a passion. For the restaurant business so he was like anthony just stop fucking around come in the restaurant like <laughs> what are you doing with your life like just come step up and step up in the restaurant mm-hmm. so i did and um i started out from the bottom you know i was a bus boy i dish i was a dishwasher i was cleaning toilets i was a line cook and then finally from doing that for like seven five to seven years i got promoted to executive chef nice and uh is your dad who taught you how to cook I imagine. Yeah. He always, he told me they're all, they're all recipes from, you know, from experience through the years from my father that he's learned. And also through his mother who passed away at, uh, when he was very young, but she was always the cook. So in Italy, when, um, you know, his family wasn't wealthy, so every meal wasn't guaranteed. Mm -hmm. So they would go searching in the field for, you know, whatever ingredients that they could find. My father at the time, well, he's still, he has polio. So he was disabled. So he couldn't really walk. So he couldn't go in the field with all his brothers and sisters. He comes from 10 brothers and sisters. Wow. So his job was to stay in the house and whatever ingredients they could find, he would cook with his mother. So it's all practice. about our restaurant. It's all about love. Yeah. Show our love sure. through our food. Still to this day, like me and my father don't say, I love you. I love you. Yeah. It's it's like, Dad, you want to try this new plate of yeah, pasta? Have a meatball. Yeah, yeah, have a meat. That's that's exactly. the way we show our love. Mm-hmm. 
And I love that picture. If anyone like checks out his Instagram or goes to the place, like there's that great picture of your dad's family from Italy. Yeah. Your dad's like nine years he, old. Sitting he's there. actually the baby in his uh, father's arms. That's crazy. Yeah. Does your mama, does she work there too? Or she just, yeah. So my mom front? handles like she's the hostess. She, mm-hmm. she sees people and she's the front of the house. It's literally me, my brother, Milio, my brother, Mario, yeah. my father and mother. So it's, you'll never not see one of us there. And it seems like you have the uh, most important position as the chef, huh? We <laughs> well, won't I tell Emilio. I, you but... know, I, I, it's not work for me. I love doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's long hours. Yeah. You know, it's a sweaty kitchen. Sometimes in the summer, it could get up to 120 degrees in the kitchen. Yeah. And I'm wow. drenched, sweating. But if you really have a passion for it, it's not work. I t- couldn't agree more. And, you know, it's funny. You definitely did good when you first started working there because, like, your dad's an old-school Italian. If you weren't good... He wouldn't have let you rise yeah, in the no, ranks. No, 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 no. He would have. He, he would have told me to get out of there. Right he would have kicked you right back to the curb. <laughs> it's funny you said like you didn't want to work in the family, or you didn't plan to work in the family business right away. Neither did I. Like I just, like my whole, like growing up, me and my dad, like we always had a plan. Like I would do other stuff. Or I was interning exactly. and stuff like that. Then I was working here, and then I was doing well in that summer, and I was like, why should I leave and like make another guy money? Like I might as well. That's exactly what happened to the family. I did it out for a summer, and I loved it. You know, I couldn't get away. Yeah. Yeah, you're sitting at another job. Like, I wish I was back at work. And like you said, you'll work late hours. You'll work the holidays in a restaurant or bar business just because you love it. 100%. With the family business, though, come some challenges. Uh, How do you guys think you manage the family (laughs) business slash family relationship? It's hard, man. You know, you curse at each other. You scream at each other. A lot of different ideas floating around. Someone thinks they're entitled to this thing. Someone thinks they're entitled to that thing. And you really butt heads. But at the end of the day, it's all love. You make up. I mean, and you just deal with it. Yeah. I'd rather fight with my family than fight with a stranger. Exactly. You and, know? And you've made it this far. So, I mean, I think everything will be fine in that department. Yeah, we have a pretty good dynamic. You know, yeah. my brother's at the front of the house. Mm-hmm. I'm back of the house. And my father is just sitting around, hanging out with his friends, drinking wine. <laughs> He's the face of it. Which is, which is fine. Yeah. He earned that. For sure. Yeah, he did all the legwork now. So, Or in yep. the past. So now you and the brothers have to keep up the slack. <laughs> exactly. You know, it's cool, too. I found, like, in my job, it's cool that, like, when you work with your family, you get to see them every day, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's nice. Like, some people, like, they work in the city. They're never home. They never see their family. But... When you work with your dad every day, even if you have that's arguments. A, that's funny you say that because sometimes my mom tries to organize like a family meal, mm-hmm. you know, one day a week. And I'm just like, mom, we see each other every single day. <laughs> We're literally bonding with each other every single day. We're with each other more than most families, yeah. you know. I was going to say, as well, I feel like it's always interesting with chefs. Do you still love cooking when you get home or has it, you know? Uh, yeah, still- I love it. My wife, my wife cooks as well. Yeah. So I let her handle the cooking when I'm not when I'm working. I get home at like ten, eleven o'clock. I have dinner ready for me. Nice. nice. But yeah, you still you still sling it in your own kitchen, right? Yeah. No, <laughs> I still love cooking. Do you have a favorite dish to make, or they're all the same to you? What's uh, What's the Anthony I like, special? I like slinging pasta. You know, mm-hmm. I like just making any pasta dish. Yeah, it's I cool the it's videos you post, like when you guys are cutting it from scratch and everything. Yeah, you know, fresh pasta is amazing. You know, you have to really. Our, our business plan is the best ingredients bring out the best product. Mm-hmm. So it's simplicity, few ingredients, but you use the best ingredients to create the best product. Nice. You really don't have to, in Italian cooking, 
it's very very few ingredients very simplicity you know it's just simple cooking but it's very hard to execute you really have to you know pick the right ingredients and have the palate to taste you know what's good and what's not so if we did put some pressure on you if you have to go dream meal appetizer main dessert what's chef going for <laughs> okay so for an italian in an italian mm-hmm. restaurant anything you oh, want anything. dream dream meal dream restaurant Ooh. well i like i like starting off with fresh mozzarella for sure you know that's nice. that's one of the my favorite things especially when it's freshly made and it's nice and soft and you cut it and you have some roasted peppers with that um and then i would go with some baked clams nice which i like i love um uh, that's hard. We put the I'm, a, I'm a meat guy, so I like, man. you know, bolognese, like a Papa Del bolognese with some fresh pasta mm-hmm. and just a meaty, you know, like a steak pizzaiola or a chicken, chicken parm or a veal parmesan or even a pork chop with roasted with uh, vinegar peppers. <laughs> nice. Everything. Moves. I have a lot. I have a lot of stuff now. It's too hard. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. We'll do it like tapas style. Well, yeah. A little bit of everything. After this. I think I'm going to go with chicken scarpaiello. Nice. <laughs> Yeah, if, if anyone doesn't know too, check out Anthony's uh, Instagram. Was it Chef Anthony underscore Bellatos, New York City? Bellatos NYC. Yeah, Chef Anthony underscore Bellatos NYC. And he'll show you how to make all his recipes now with quarantine. You know, he's teaching yeah, all his friends and family. 20, 20 or so recipes on there that you guys can try at home. It's so easy to do and follow him along that even I made good chicken franchise. <laughs> I give this step by step. I tell you what ingredients you gotta gotta buy beforehand, and I I, I have videos of just showing you step by step. Like how it. to cook it you know one thing with bolados it seems um besides the outstanding food it seems to become synonymous with celebrity appearances oh yeah man. that just you know yeah how'd that start you bring you... good food people will come i don't it was a word of mouth thing before i even got there my father didn't have business business cards mm-hmm. so it was the hidden gem where all the celebrities could hide out with good food my <laughs> father never knew who they were um <laughs> So they would just come in as regular people, you know, and they really appreciated that. And they just kept coming back and coming back. Yeah. And then once it got huge, everyone, you know, all the celebrities would tell other celebrities about it. And it would just be a celebrity hangout now. And yeah. throughout the week, I like maybe four or five celebrities come in throughout the week, every week. You know, I think the key is that your dad didn't know or didn't care who they were. So they were exactly. just able to they hang like, out. They like being treated like regular people. Yeah. You know? Definitely. Who's who's some of your favorites? Uh, let's see. Or a crazy Jimmy, story about one of them, I mean. Jimmy Fallon's great. Yeah. You guys Jimmy seem pretty Fallon's tight great. with them. Yeah. He came in the kitchen just hanging out like real cool dude. Cool dude. Uh, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are actually good friends of yeah. my families. They're great people. Yeah, um, I saw Jimmy uh, playing with the watch with your dad and Emilio messing with him. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone uh, left you starstruck, Anthony, or are you taking a leave uh, from your dad's well, book and just playing I mean, it cool? <laughs> for sure. Um, Obama, I cooked for one of the presidents of the United States. That's just amazing. What, what happened people, there? What, what was the story that day? You know, a lot of people can't say they cooked for one of the presidents. Of no matter what people's political views are. Yeah, it's awesome. If you get to cook for one of the presidents of the United States, that's just and, and what does happen with that? Like, were you, were you prepared? Did you know he was coming? Was there like secret service over oh, your shoulder? In <laughs> two hours prior, okay, just to scope out the restaurant and you know check which exits, 
he can get out of. Okay. But there was about 12 of them. That's crazy. There was two of them in the kitchen watching me, you know, making sure I didn't poison the president. Yeah, yeah. Um, watching what I was putting in his food. And then the rest were at each exit. So, yeah. Um, one of our friends, actually, Scott. Was yeah, Scott was there. Sitting, sitting in the back room with him. That's crazy. Scott was saying, you know, and, and they said they said don't seat anyone, you know, in the back room. Yeah, because they wanted him to have like his own privacy. Mm-hmm. And we had sat in Scott there, you know, prior to yeah. him coming. And mm-hmm. I was like, Scott, just be cool. <laughs> I don't know if I would trust <laughs> I'm, Scott. I'm gonna tell you, like I'm, I'm the president of the United States is coming through. Like just chill. <laughs> and he was cool about it, you know. Yeah. I think we were. He was sending us all like in a group chat. He's like, "I'm at Palato. You'll never guess who's here." <laughs> like. But yeah, that's like every every day there, and I think that's why it makes it so popular too. Like, as a, it's almost like a tourist attraction. Like, if you if you go to New York City, you got to go there because chances are you're gonna sit next to a celebrity. Yeah. Well, now we're in the, um, you know, the One World Trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So when when they take you up to the top floor, mm-hmm. we're actually in the video on the One World Trade, oh, and it right. shows us as the only Italian restaurant to visit. So. We get a bunch of tourists coming in now too. Nice. Because of that one video. Yeah, you guys are always packed. I gotta get down there. I haven't been there in a little while. Yeah, man. I, I just can't wait till we could open up again, man. I know. We will soon. Yeah. What's the I gotta ask, what's this Lenny Kravitz story? All right. So I, I Lenny has been going to Bilotto's for probably since we first started we first opened. Um he's a good friend of my father's. And in the beginning, you know, any restaurant you struggle a little bit, you know, to make, make some money, you know, you got to take, you got to take your hits and losses. Yeah. But, um, Lenny liked the restaurant so much that he bought us our first awning. That's awesome. Cause we didn't have an awning. So he was like, you have to have an awning so people can see it from the street. Yeah. Emilio, what are you doing? So he literally out of his own pocket, he bought the, uh, the lotto's awning for us. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. It's pretty And then his daughter comes in, you know, she still comes in ever since she was little, she was coming in. And now she still comes in. Her husband now comes in with her. Jason Momoa, uh, Zoe's mother's husband, comes in. Wow. Just it's just crazy. I don't think you're a celebrity until you go to Bellatos. That's really <laughs> what it boils down to. Yeah, my father always says he's like, I'm the real celebrity because they come to see me. Yeah, for sure. Well, he's like an old school Italian guy who doesn't care. It's perfect for that. <laughs> yeah. And when you come in, you'll see him sitting at his corner table. Yeah. Just staring at you, making sure you're all right to come in. Yeah, he sized me up when I went there. I'm like, I'm friends with Anthony. That's cool. Anthony, is there anyone uh, who hasn't been in who you personally would love to have in? Uh, Michael Jordan. Nice. Ooh, that's a good one, yeah. Jordan's, Jordan's my favorite. Shout yep. out, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Come on, watch the podcast. I know, Michael Bilatos. Jordan. Watch the po- podcast. Come on. <laughs> you can film the last dance in there. Michael Jordan. Wow, that's a good one. Because I was yeah. thinking, like, everyone's been there. Like, you've had Obama, Leonardo DiCaprio, Matthew McConaughey, Billy Joel, everyone. Yeah. All right, MJ, make it happen for Anthony here. <laughs> so, it's, Pilatos is, like, very old school. Like, you know, not a lot of technologies. Like, you guys don't have a website, really, per se. You're not on Uber Eats, that type of thing. Yeah, no, we don't have a website. We how don't do you, take reservations. Yeah. How we do don't you, answer the phone. How do you balance <laughs> the... Uh, I wish yeah, I, I kind of wish Mulcahy's was like that. It'd be a lot easier. No website, no phone, <laughs> everything. How do you balance like the new school ideas and like ideas you have as a young man, like versus like the old school, like your Italian roots, like well, do you and yeah, your dad go I mean, back and forth on stuff? You have to. Times are changing, man. Everything's on, on social media, as as you know. Mm-hmm. You see, man, social media. You know, business cards, 
you have to have business cards nowadays. You know, you have to have an Instagram for your business. Mm -hmm. It's just times have changed. Um, and, you know, I put a different twist on the food, you yeah. know, like the chicken ala vodka egg rolls. Yeah. Yeah, those egg rolls never, are great. You know, he doesn't do that stuff. You know, just different dishes, you know, the carbonara from Rome, um, cacio pepe, all that, like all those different regions of Italy I put on special because, you know, it's just I put a different twist to the restaurant. You know, a lot of people like spaghetti and meatballs, bolognese, chicken parm. You know, when we first started off, we had like seven items on the menu. Yeah. So I expanded a little bit, you know, because I know what the new school wants. I know when I go out to eat, I want to, you know, I don't want a huge menu, but I want, you know, some choices. Is your dad cool with that? Have you got full, full reign or is he still? <laughs> no, he's cool with it. But I yeah. always make, because he's, you know, he's a control freak. He's been in, you know, he's been the boss mm -hmm. for the longest time. So I always make sure, you know, I'm like, dad, try this. What do you think? He's like, oh, all right, you know, go for it. <laughs> yeah. Do what you got to do. Yeah. And then I, you know, I do it. I put it on special. I blow it up on Instagram, mm -hmm. and then people come in for that dish. You know what I gotta come in for? You have that. Uh, it's like the tower of the mozzarella corosa. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that was amazing. I already yeah. knew before you asked. I know, dude. You gotta make that next. I put the recipe. I up. saw that. Is I don't it know on if there? It's <laughs> I know. I was trying to be good, but no, I'm gonna cheat for that. I, I, I was wondering that today because I was watching it. Like, oh, I gotta try that. You were talking about going out. Um, so where does a premier chef like you like to go out in the city or long island uh, i go out you know i like going out everywhere yeah. um i like trying different you know then different foods i like mexican um long island i like rob keys i know I, i've been Port, telling right. you to go there where is that um, north Port, rob keys country in yeah they crush it on instagram as well it it's in, so it's in northport mm -hmm. um it's unbelievable the food there is great um <laughs> so that's like my go-to italian um on long island um i like 3d8 too 3d8 good um yeah, that's I, in roslyn i gotta ask you you're the professional i like puncinella there in Massapequa. i don't know if it's like yeah no oil. it's good in Massapequa. yeah i my father actually went there and he said it was pretty good so yeah. i gotta try it i gotta try that nice. but i usually like going you know i don't really go out for italian yeah because yeah, i'm so used to that. cooking it mm -hmm. unless i'm going to like my buddy spot you know yeah um I like sushi. I like Mexican. Like it all. You know, steakhouses. I like all different cuisines. Well, um, so you're obviously like you got, you know, you've been new, but your dad's had a while. You know what you're doing. Everyone knows that. What advice would you give to someone looking to open a restaurant or bar or anything? Because we're trying to help people out in this podcast, too. So, yeah, I mean, well, you just have to be willing to put the hours in. Um, you really have to start it from the ground up and don't get discouraged if you don't make it in the first couple of years and, you know, just don't give up. If, if it's your passion, it's your dream. First five years of Bellato's being open, my, we struggled, you know, mm -hmm. we really struggled. And uh, my father never gave up his dream and look at us 30, 32 years later, you know, wow. it's, it just, if you really have a passion for good food and you really love cooking, just stick with it. You know, don't give up. Yeah. Yeah, don't get into the bar and restaurant business for the money, you know? Yeah, you don't. You well, don't. Not right really, away, at least. You really have to love it. Don't think you're going to open a restaurant and be rich right away. Yeah. You're going to take hits, you know? And it's it, just, you got to keep pushing through. And it's very stressful, so you have to have a level head. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot of guys, like, retire, they have some money. They're like, oh, let's open a place for fun. But, like, it doesn't work out well because, like you said, <laughs> it's stressful, it's busy. It's... Yeah, it doesn't happen. As you know, man, with the bar. Mm-hmm. 
All right. It's not, uh, not always easy. We got a couple more for you. I hope you don't mind. I think we're at like yeah. 25 minutes. But um, What do you think you're most proud of at Bellatto's? Or most proud moment or anything? I just think that to be able to do what we do as a family together and show our love through our food to our customers, mm-hmm. and to have people that have been coming to us for 20, 30 years, yeah. that's really something special. Not a lot of people could say that. You know, it's just... When you come to Bellatos, you ask you ask customers that come that have been coming for years. You're literally treated like family. It's just it's just a different different kind of restaurant, different different kind of atmosphere. You really don't feel like you're in New York City. You're you're like in a time travel. It takes takes you back to the day. My really father's is. so old school. He doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't drive a car. He's still there every day, 14 hours a day. You know. It's just a different. It's a different breed of restaurant. You can't compare Bellatos to any other restaurant. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I didn't even think of that. It is like a time machine. Yeah. And Anthony, talking to that like old school, new school. Obviously, again, your Instagram, you kill it on there. It was what was your handle again? It was, it was Chef Anthony underscore Bellatos NYC. Again, you got to check it out. One thing that kind of crosses over with us here at Mulcahy's is um like review culture. You know, like obviously now everyone's got an opinion for all the hordes and hordes of, you know, loyal customers that Bellatos has got. You know, there's always those couple of difficult customers. Do you read your reviews? Do you, you know, or is it just, yeah, you can't fuss with that. It just, it's whatever. It doesn't, everyone's going to, listen, you can't please everybody in the restaurant business, as you guys know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If someone has a bad experience and they're bad mouthing us, just don't come back. We don't need people like that. And and, and, and we're okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. We're, we're, we're okay with that. We're not going to suck up to customers to make them love our restaurant. If, if it's not the restaurant for you, you can go to Olive Garden down the block. <laughs> like, yeah, you can sure. go somewhere else. It's not, it's not a big deal to us. Yeah. You know, Tight even though we want, <laughs> we treat our customers with respect and love and the real loyal customers know how we are. So if we have a bad review here and there, it's going to happen. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, screw them. That's Life speaks yeah. for itself. Yeah, and you have a line out the door every damn night, so you must be doing something <laughs> right. Um, do you have any, like, when we're, when all this BS is over, COVID and all that, you got you have any future plans for the Bolados or the whole Bolados name? Oh, man, I can't wait. I have a lot of different ideas for different recipes. Mm-hmm. I just can't wait. I cannot wait to cook some. I just can't wait to cook for a full house. Yeah. Like, I'm cooking for me and my wife. And I just can't wait to have like 30 tickets, 40 yeah. tickets, like mm-hmm. line up straight. And just get that food out and have my team behind me and just bumping out good food, you know? We're and feeling the same our, way. All the rest <laughs> are regulars, you know, and all our customers. And yeah, definitely. Sharing we're, a glass of wine with one of them. And yeah, we're here sitting in empty Mulcahy's and just feeling the exact same way. It's know, sad. It's it really is. Yeah, you I know. know. You can't wait to be like busy and slammed and start yelling at each other. And yeah. Like, yeah, I know. <laughs> it's cutting your hands great. again. I missed that. Now. At the I same time that we we know you've been making the most of it with um you've been offering some Zoom cooking classes. Can you talk a little yeah. bit about that? Um yeah, so if you're interested in taking any Zoom classes, just email chefanthonyNYC at gmail.com and we'll see if we can make it work. That's a good good idea. And I, I hope ever I hope people take you up on that. If your wife or husband can't cook for anything, email <laughs> Anthony, he'll set you up. I will set you up and you'll come out step with a fantastic dinner. It's kind of a gift that keeps on giving. So if anyone's birthday is coming up, buy it for your wife or husband. They learn how to cook, but then you get, you know, yeah. you get the 
the fruits of all that labor. So <laughs> just email you there and then they'll be able to. Yeah. Hire you my wife handles you. that email. So she'll, she has my schedule and everything. She just, she handles my life, you know, yeah, yeah. got a woman behind me. Shout out to your wife, wife too. Newly married. When was that again? Yeah. This summer? 10 months. What is yeah, it? Married 10 months now. 10 months. Congrats. You've timed it just right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me and Anthony were this big when we met. Now he's married, running a business. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I can't man. believe it. Well, Anthony, thanks for coming in today. I thought that was great. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. I was getting hungry just talking to you. <laughs> and I really I can't wait. I, I, I was dying to go to Bolados for weeks and weeks and weeks leading up to this. But for now. I know. We were supposed to do an event in Mulcahy's too, yeah. and that got. Yeah, yeah. We will do something. We'll do a little Mulcahy's, Bolados. Com- combination obviously anthony's cooking i'll bring the <laughs> wine and the beer but we'll do something good thanks again anthony it was great talking to you. i think Anytime, we learned man. a lot it was and awesome we can't thank wait you to be so there. much great to have again. a good one guys bye Ant. later man Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Employees Only. If you like what you hear, check us out on Instagram. It's at Mulcahy's Pub, M-U-L-C-A-H-Y-S, Pub, P-U-B, for Bob? 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 Anyway, everyone spells it wrong. Just Google. You all know how to Google. Find us on Instagram. Find us on Apple Podcasts. Find us on YouTube. Find us anywhere, really. If you can't find us, I don't know what you're doing.